Your choice is simple. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration. Hello there and welcome to another episode of Skeptics and Believers, a paranormal podcast. In this week's episode, the start of season three, we will be discussing Sasquatch and Bigfoot. Well, they're the same thing, I think. So, as ever, I am joined by the Skeptics and Believers crew. So, what is a Bigfoot? Can anyone tell me what a Bigfoot is? I'm looking at you, Matt. Is it a size 10 and a half to a 14? It's a man in a suit. It's a man in a suit. <laughs> so... A Sasquatch, or Bigfoot, is a tall humanoid creature covered in hair, anywhere between 6 and 14 feet in height. 14 um, feet. 14 with feet. with large humanoid feet. Yeah, some of, the, some, of the, um, some of the eyewitness accounts have actually said that they believe it to be about 14 feet. So Sasquatch and Bigfoot, they're primarily found in North American Canada. And or Canuck Chase, as we discovered. Or Canuck Chase, yeah, yeah, indeed. Um, now, the first discovery was believed to have been by an explorer and fur trader, bear that in mind, uh, by the name of David Thompson in 1811, where he was, he was kind of traversing a, a river delta and found some footprints that were 14 inches long by 8 inches wide um, near a place what is now called Jasper, Alberta. And that he also noticed that these footprints had small little nails at the end of the, each toe. Well, like kind of dog, like how dogs have nails. No, like 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 human. More like kind of a human, like rounded. Yeah, like rounded like human nails. human nails. Oh, okay. How do you get that from a print? Well, yeah, well, it was in mud, wasn't it? Kind of like clay in. mud. You kind of the end of your nails are going to dig in, aren't they? Mm. <laughs> yeah, like there's um. Along the coastline in Scotland, there's a place you can go where there's dinosaur footprints, like clear as anything in the in the rock. Yeah, but they've got claws, haven't they, rather than toenails? Well, yes. But, you know, I'm only going by what this guy put in his journal in 1811. It's just an um, eyewitness report. But then it kind of re-emerged and became popular in 1958 when a publication by the name of the Humboldt Times published a letter about loggers in North Carolina finding large footprints. And the article got really popular, really piqued the interest of the readers, and people started sending in their stories about things that they'd seen, footprints they'd found, and how weird things had happened and they attributed to Bigfoot, as it became known because of this article. Because of his Bigfoot. Because of his yeah. Bigfoot, yeah. But the uh, the most famous Bigfoot sighting is the famous Patterson-Gimlin footage from 1967, which was filmed by two former rodeo men at Bluff Creek who were going out with their new little fancy camera and spotted this creature walking across the creek, whipped out the camera and recorded, I think, was it about 30, 40 seconds of really grainy, jumbly footage of this. Re really bad, deliberately shaky cam footage, so you can't yes. make out what's going on, of a man in a suit. Well, Ooh. that's your opinion. So, Getting your opinion out there early as well, Matt, early on that one. Spoilers. 
Spoilers, yeah. So this footage is obviously really famous and it's, I should point out from all the research I've done, it's never been successfully debunked. No one's come out and said, yeah, we perpetuated a hoax to the point where one of them like died fairly young at the age of 38 from cancer. But on his deathbed was saying that he wanted them to go out and find Bigfoot. They wanted to go back to Bluff Creek to, to hunt Patty as she became known. And and I'll get more onto why why Patty's a she. But yeah, I mean even to even to their dying day, they, they both packing. suggested that this was a real event and that it was not a hoax. Yeah, but you know, often people do stick to their story, don't they? Well, Especially yes. if they've made money out of it. This is true. Or their families or estates can continue to make money out of it. In too deep. Sorry. So I've been watching some videos on YouTube about the, the footage. So Matt shared a video with us all prior to recording, which is a stabilised version of that film. And I'd seen some videos where scientists, they'd got scientists to evaluate the footage and they were saying that it was clearly a female because Patty had breasts. So this this Bigfoot has breasts. I don't think, no, no, no. I don't think scientists have said that it had breasts. I think Bigfoot fanciers have said it had it was a female because it had breasts. I don't think scientists say this is a real Bigfoot. Well, this guy that otherwise, I watched was some kind of biologist. Some kind of biologist. Was he a Bigfoot some biologist? Did he, work for the, biologist. did he work for the big Bigfoot company? Probably, yeah. Sam Squatch. Not even a sceptic, not even sceptical about it, just downright no. You could, no. It could be a male with breasts as well. But the, the, I mean, the thing is, the, the guy looking who Looking at the was, webcam. The guy who was looking at it was saying that the way that the muscles moved, it wasn't a person in a suit. If you watch yeah. that video that I sent to you, which has been reset to normal speed and has been balanced out, it looks like someone walking around in a monkey suit. I have also... I th- I've seen a video, Mike, which might be similar to the one that you've seen as well, where um, they kind of freeze-framed it or they or they, they watched it in slow-mo or whatever they do to videos. And you could pick out the muscles yes. on the arms and on the shoulders and down the spine. Now, if you're yeah. wearing... Now, imagine what year is this again? 50... 1967. Sorry, 67. So I know kind of Planet of the Apes is around and stuff, but those are like big, plasticky, fur-covered kind of suits aren't they that would cover up any muscular definition surely and yeah yeah, in that video i did kind of i was i was believing what he was saying when he was showing like the shoulder muscles moving and the the hair on the body moving and like leaving the shadows and the lights with and you wouldn't get that if you'd got a rubbery suit from 1968 yeah if you got if you got a gorilla suit yeah what if you'd recently shot and skinned a bear though and you were wearing that That'd have sin use a muscle, wouldn't it? Oh no, you that's about as far fetched as what? Uh, as if you recently <laughs> That's as far fetched yeah, as a pigman exactly. and carrot chase, man. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I I all I've seen is grainy cam footage from the nineteen sixties, which which I, I do not see how you can uh, p- p- pick out muscle from that. I think people are you looking can, for what they want you, you to see. You can't pick you out can, muscle. Well, you haven't seen the video I've seen. Don't tell me what. It, it was it was an enhanced version of the of yeah, the film enhanced footage. like in like in yeah. CSI. Mike, Mike enhanced, show me another enhanced. one. <laughs> Mike, not another video. Show me another Sasquatch. 
there must be loads of them. So by this reckoning. There's, so there's there's some rumours about okay. Bigfoot and Sasquatches and where they're from and where they go. We'll get into that in a minute. But I see what you're saying about the whole suit thing because there were two guys who came forward who claimed to have been part of this hoax. So there was a guy called Philip Morris who claims that he sold a gorilla suit to Patterson and Gimlin. And then there's a guy called Bob Heronimus who claims to have been the person wearing the suit. However, oh, okay. they've neither of these people have been able to successfully kind of prove their side of the story. And they could just be two people trying to make money out of this. Just hmm. like Patterson and Gimlin. Yes, what, Patterson what, and Gimlin. What was their so, what if what is Patterson and Gimli's motivation? I mean, what are they? Did they make any money well, they, out of this? Yeah, so Do I they sell the footage? I read about them. Um, pa- Patterson was already a big believer in Bigfoots and Yetis and things, well in advance of of finding one. They went looking for one. He wanted to get video footage of a Bigfoot because he really believed in them. He'd written books already about them. He right. had a book out in 1966, and I. I, I think he genuinely did really believe in them, you know, based on the old stories that Mike's already said that they've, you know, mm. found tracks in the mud and wherever it was in the middle of nowhere in America. Um, but my assumption is he believed in them so much, but he couldn't get anyone to fund his expeditions that he thought, well, if I get video footage, then they'll pay me. I know they're real. So all I've got to do is fake one and then everyone will give me money to come and flock up here and then we'll find the real thing. But unfortunately, they don't exist. Well, proof they don't exist. No, you can't prove a negative, Mike. Well, that's no, an easy I'm not, out, I'm isn't not, it? I'm, I, am, I am not getting into that game. <laughs> prove this thing is not real. No, you've got to prove it is real. And found footage, well, not found footage, shaky camera footage from 40, no, 53 years ago that is that is staged is not proof. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's hard to... Because when, when I was younger, when I was a child... And I'd read my paranormal books and such, and stills from that vid- that footage would be in the books. Obviously, I was a believer that someone had spotted a, a Bigfoot and recorded it on camera. So when I got older, I, I became more of a sceptic about it. And I was very much of the, yeah, it's just someone in a suit, having a bit of a lark about, they put this video together, a bit like the, the famous Loch Ness Monster photograph which turned out to be a a toy dinosaur head on a toy submarine but then when i've watched these videos and watched the the people breaking down as lisa said like the the muscle movement and and how it's moving i I genuinely i actually i'm kind of in a leaning more towards thinking i think there might actually be something behind this perhaps the space monkeys tell us more about sasquatches then yeah what is the difference between sasquatch and bigfoot it's the same thing, really. Where, so where does the name... What is is the name Sasquatch from the name, native... The name Bigfoot, I believe, is something that Patterson came up with. He had already, prior to finding, in inverted commas, this Sasquatch that he filmed, um, he, he, had, he and a colleague had trademarked the term Bigfoot. It belongs to them. So anything oh, wow. that uses the word Bigfoot, I believe he makes a bit of money out of or probably doesn't now because he's dead I think but his estate would because in Canada you you've got Big Saskatchewan Bull. haven't you in Canada yeah Saskatchewan yeah it's not it's kind of spelled differently isn't it? but mm. so, it's, it's that kind of so the term Sasquatch comes it's Salish which is from the first the first nations of America 
A Sasquatch means wild men, basically. Oh, okay. So why would there be a name in Native American? Yeah, what that you know is it? So is it one of these kind of old legends, myths, stories that are passed down, things like that? And actually, everybody's just kind of still holding on to it, wanting it to be real. Yeah, I mean, I personally, I think where that probably originated from is going way, way, way back when chances are there there was probably some kind of like almost neanderthal like they're saying you know like a, a wild wild man wild creature humanoid type thing covered in hair that maybe you know was more kind of yeah like human um something more kind of primeval in nature than the more civilized humans and he's no harry and the hendersons is he there's a lot of things that it came from, like, you know, bears. Bears with mange and things like that are some of the, the explanations for people's sightings, as well as people in gorilla suits. There's, there's reports of these tall, large, hairy creatures in North America and Canada, Russia, the Himalayas. Canuck Chase. Canuck Chase, yeah. So this is something that's, you know, it's, it's an international kind of thing in the Northern Hemisphere when you look at it. Northern Hemisphere, yeah. You know, obviously, colder than the Southern Hemisphere. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I suppose they, they the wouldn't have much use for hair. Yeah, no requirement for hair on the equator so much. Do this, they have this, an this... equivalent naked animal in the tropics? No. I don't know. No. This this kind of more this this more recent interest in uh, Bigfoot's big feets, whatever you say, that came from the Patterson Gimlin film. He. His book from 1966 was called Do Abominable Snowmen of America Really Exist? So he was inspired by Yeti. Mm. So the stories of the Yeti. And also, obviously, as you say, you know, kind of a local American myth. It's interesting that kind of Bigfoot is now the more popular of the two, if you know what I mean. Bigfoot's the one that there's an industry around, isn't it, to me? You can get Bigfoot T-shirts, you can go on Bigfoot tours... I was watching a program uh, a couple of months ago where there were some idiots out in the woods making Sasquatch calls, trying to call, call, call to Sasquatches in the night, um, even though no one obviously can know what a Sasquatch would sound like, but they claim they can. So, it, you know, there's kind of, there's this like real kind of industry around Bigfoot. It's, it's, it's advertised, it's pushed, there's money in it. Whereas Yeti and the Abominable Snowman, no one seems to care. Maybe it's harder to go on a holiday to the Himalayas. Maybe that's the problem. Well, yeah, because you're only going to, you know, people climbing Mount Everest are going to see it, really. Exactly, yeah. Or you can just go and hang around in the woods with some of your hick mates with some guns and scream into the night, claiming that you're talking to Sasquatch. I mean, I had a look online and there's still, like, there's still people reporting sightings, you know, even, like, going back to last year where there's video footage of allegedly a Bigfoot caught in the woods... Um, there was some footage from 2019 where a guy had set up one of those trap cameras on a tree and had taken some footage of a, a bipedal hairy creature. But in the same kind of few frames, there were also like bear cubs as well. And some people were saying that it wasn't a humanoid, it was just a bear with mange. Yeah. And bears do walk on their hind legs, don't they? You know, they can kind of... Yeah. They do not for a long can, time, they, though. They can't. No, they can do it. Well, I know, but how, how long was this footage? On those little track cameras, you don't get a kind of a super wide field of view. They're not intending they're to take like several still frames, don't they? Mm. You either get one that takes several still frames with motion or actually records video. Yeah. 
I, 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 I don't know. To me, there seems no excuse for that these days. Everybody's got a HD camera on everything. You know, why Why is every... It's almost like it's deliberately bad footage to me at this stage of, of, of camera technology. Yeah, I if mean... You, if someone could see one now, I would expect to see it as clearly as I can see you on our Skype call. Yeah, I mean, there, were, there was... Uh, there were two guys, oh, I can't remember the name. There were two guys probably about 10 years ago who claimed to have the body of a, of a Sasquatch in a freezer. And there were, <laughs> there were pictures. Was it Findus? No. And when the pictures surfaced online, it, it looked very convincing. It looked very convincing. But then some guy appeared from out of nowhere and said, hold on, I sold those guys that latex suit. And it was found out very quickly to be fake. But obviously that... Shock of shocks. But that's that's a latex Sasquatch suit in, you know, 2010, 2011. Yeah. You know, Shot it's going to be... a higher quality camera as well, though, and not shaky camera. Yeah, but it's going to be a much better quality suit than what could have been made in 1967. Because <laughs> if, yeah. if you look at, like, Planet of the Apes, you know, although the, I, I, I the facial yeah. stuff was pretty good, the actual, you know, that to cover yeah, them in... Leather jackets but they're also, and stuff. But they were also filmed on high-quality film. Yeah, true. With studio cameras that weren't getting shook around Yeah, to mask any imperfections. If they were, what? you'd have thought, hang on, they look like monkeys. But what kind of cameras were available in 1968 for, like, kind of domestic use? I mean, oh, crap ones, yeah. Yeah, but, really, but, really crap. Yeah. And were these yeah. guys... It's like 8 mil, eight mil cine films. Yeah, but it's, you know... I used to think the VHS looked great. <laughs> and now you see something now, it's shocking, isn't it? I think but, um, yeah. were they were they on horses? You said they were rodeo riders. So they, they, they know, yeah, they, they had horse? they, they had been on horseback, but when they when they started the film, they were no longer on the horses. But they saying the reason for the shaky footage is because they were <clears throat> they were trying to run along the creek to get closer to Patty, as they called her. Right. Um, and that's why the, why the film footage was so shaky. But it's the same kind of camera that was used when, you know, all the footage from when Kennedy was assassinated. So mm. it's that same kind of handheld, you know, you you cranked it round, so you had to yeah. keep rolling to, to record. If it had been a stationary shot, you know, professionally panned, then people would have definitely been like, well, that's bullshit. Because well, no, it, it's could, you know, fully staged they could, set up. They could everything. have stood still. The thing's not moving that quick. True, it's yeah. walking. It's walking at walking speed. Man, person walking speed. Okay, they might have had to run to get up to it, but then it just stops, doesn't it? The footage. It's not like it runs away or it hides. Well, some it just of the some of the uh, like people analysing the film also pointed out that the the gate was quite big as well. So you know the the length between each step. This this thing is estimated to be six foot tall in that video. That's shorter than Dingley. That's the same height as you, Mike. That's not massive. This yeah, but back your then, foot tall back monsters. then people were shorter, weren't they? Back then people, yeah. were, people were hobbits. <laughs> not, <laughs> in the, not in the sixties. <laughs> we're not talking medieval yeah. times. Exactly. Jesus was like a King four and a half foot tall midget. You know, like it's not not like not like King Charles II's suit of armor that looks like a fourteen-year-old girl <laughs> yeah, could true, fit in it. True. <laughs> yeah. True. I don't anyway, know. so it it 
Look, look, obviously, you know, I am very dubious about that footage. I, the whole Bigfoot thing, I think, is just a marketing shtick to try and make some money. You know, it got trademarked. There were books about the, the guy wrote books about it before he went to shoot the video. It, somebody said he hired a monkey suit off him. It looks like a man in a monkey suit. Or, to me, all the pieces say staged. Question for you, though, because obviously there's other stories about Bigfoots as well and Sasquatches and all that stuff. Why are they so elusive? These things are massive. They're not quick. They're not ninjas. Why? Why are we? Why have we not seen one? Like really so, seen one? Why is there not one where there's good footage of it, or where someone's caught one? Some of the theories are. Now bear with me. But there's a big theory that they can do interdimensional travel. Amazing. Oh, Lord. Okay, so what? hang on, hang on. I, 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 okay, that's a step above where I thought you were going to go. I thought you were going to go Hollow Earth first. Oh, God. I mean, that is one of the theories, but no. <laughs> one of the more, and I'm going to say this, one of the more ludicrous theories <laughs> is that they can, they can travel through interdimensional doorways and portals. And that's why they're so elusive. Yeah. What on, okay. Right, no, I'm switching <laughs> off this now. Nonsense. But yes, there are also theories that they're, they, you know, hollow earth, they know the way in and out, and that's how they're able to disappear and appear so quickly. I mean, let, let's be honest. If you're in the middle of a forest, <laughs> things can things can appear and disappear in a forest fairly quickly. Because oh, yeah, yeah. there's a no, lot of foliage I, 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 yeah. and there's a lot of yeah. dips and hills and caves and stuff like that that yeah. And if there was people just and one things of can them, just you know yeah. If if there was just one of them, if it was just you know this this Gimlin one, Patterson Gimlin one, and it was real and no one had seen it since because it was elusive and it was hiding. Fine, but people think there are families of them and packs of them that live in the woods. Yeah. Why haven't we? Why haven't we got evidence of that? You know, actual photos of them or you know like you see gorilla well, living in woods and things <laughs> well yeah well, <laughs> whatever, whatever bigfoots might want to do i don't know but it just it just it, it makes no sense to me that, that they're so so hard to find if they're that bloody big you know like we we, we find new species all the time, don't we? Like in the rainforest and that. But they're always like insects and snails and frogs and tiny little things. Mm. Or they're things that live in the bottom of the sea, places that we can't get to. We can get into the woods. We can get into the mountains. They are big, though, not Bigfoots. What, obviously. mountains? Like the mountains, the, yeah. the forests that surround them. I mean, America, you know, it's... It's, um, you know, they have... They will have a forest the size of Derbyshire, won't they? Do you know what I mean? And it's, you know, you you can lose something pretty quickly, and it there's there's probably animal tracks and all that, but yeah, I don't think I, but again, of, I they, could they, see they can, they're not well trodden. I could see you could lose one or two of them, but could you lose packs of them, families of them? Is there a herd of Bigfoots? <laughs> Who's saying there's a herd? I don't know. No, I don't, the, the, but you know, if know. if they all, if they all live in that one area, yeah. You know, how many of them are there? Because there's either like three of them full stop and that's why no one ever sees them, or there are hundreds of them, enough to live in family units 
um, or, you know, thousands. I mean, they, they, they obviously have no predators. There must be fucking loads of these things. I mean... They'd be breeding like crazy, wouldn't they? I mean, that 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 is a fairly good argument. Um, one that, but I'll be they, honest, actually, I, I've not really considered. But are they like pandas? Where actually they're kind of... Eat, shoots and leaves. Crap. Just crap. <laughs> just crap animals. Sorry, yeah. just, sorry yeah. to all the panda lovers, but pandas are crap bears, aren't they? Yeah. But, but bears wouldn't we they have, are. Then wouldn't we have found their remains by now? We'd have fossilised yeah. the Yeti skeletons. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there is that as well. You'd expect there to be something, yeah. Although there are kind of like, there's this whole shelves full of kind of plaster casts of footprints and things like that, isn't there? And fur that people have found on fencing. Well, some in, in, yeah, but I think in um, going back about five or six years ago, no, sorry, not five, six years ago, going back to the 90s, there was a guy who claimed to have found what he thought was Sasquatch hair on a tree with some blood. So he he took it and it ended up being analysed by the FBI and they they actually found that this this hair actually belonged to a deer. Right. So you know, but there there are people. Or is that just what they wanted you to believe? Well, mm. again, I've mentioned maybe, it before, but that, Loch Ness with Ted maybe, Danson. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe the reason why we struggle to find Bigfoots is because the FBI has got them all in witness protection. Or. They've all developed the ability to shave and are hiding in plain sight as WWE wrestlers. It could be that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You've cracked it, Mike. Triple H. Uh, He's not as tall as you think. Harry Herbert Henderson. I'll give you that one. Yeah, yeah. That's the only one I could think of. Probably know the rock. The rock could be a big foot. I don't think he is. No, he's probably got really big feet. Probably has got really big feet. Yeah, funny little head, don't he? <laughs> I'd like to see. I'd like to see him fight one. Maybe in the next uh, cryptid fight, fright club. <laughs> Maybe yeah, we'll introduce the rock into it. Yeah, Jason Statham versus the pig man mechanic chase. Who wins? Excellent. So. So, Lisa, hmm. I get the, I, I I get the impression that you're fairly convinced by the 1960s footage in isolation. In isolation, I think that I still I'm not convinced that it's just a man in a suit because I, I just think I just think back in 1968 suits that would have been available to these two guys, however much they love Bigfoot, would not have been the the kind of the quality that they needed to be. To f- I'm not fully convinced. But I t- it's far fetched, isn't it? Just Bigfoot, Sasquatch in general. I want it I want it to be real though. I do really genuinely want it to be real. Yeah. But I know I know it's I know I know it's just so unbelievable that it just isn't there might have been a hairy person who was cast out a few hundred <laughs> years ago into the forest to go and fend for themselves but and you know these kind of legends have gone on and on haven't they but 
I, I can't genuinely hand on heart with half a scientific brain say that it's likely to be real. Not these days. No. I, 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 I like the idea of them. I mean, probably not to the extent that you did, Mike, where you, where you believed, but I always thought they were a cool idea when I was a kid. I mean, they're still, you know, it's still quite cool to think that there would be a essentially a humanoid species existed on this mm. planet that we don't know everything about you know but i think yeah. you know it's it's almost impossible in this day and age for that to be the case um and i i cannot look at that um patterson gimlin film and think it is anything other than a man in a suit also i've got a cold so i'm extra grumpy today so <laughs> apologies if i've apologies if i've offended any listeners who vehemently believe in sasquatch and think that i'm an arsehole I mean, I am one, so. You know me, (laughs) I always want to believe. I do. And the forest and the wilderness in North America and Canada is very vast. There's obviously a lot of it. There's places these things could hide. I want to believe that there is a Sasquatch or a handful of them living out there. But like you said, why haven't we found a body? Much the same as, you know, like things like Nessie and stuff like that. Why haven't we found a body? Why aren't we seeing more clear footage? Is it that people just aren't going looking for it? It's learned to become more elusive? Or is it that it just doesn't say, exist? Yeah, that's it. It's, it's, you say it like there's just one of them, but there's supposed to be loads of well, them. Yeah, true, and there would be, wouldn't true, there? True. And that, that's, that's the bit that to me makes it unbelievable. The footage, no. <laughs> Come on, you tell no, me. No, no, no. There's something about the footage. There's just something about the footage. And I think it's that, iconic, isn't it? It is, yeah, it is. Because when you think of the paranormal and cryptids, for a lot of people, that's the first thing that or the photo of Nessie will pop into their head. You know, that yeah, kind a of picture they saw in a picture they saw in a book when they were at school about, yeah, you know. It's iconic. It's the unexplained. Yeah. You show someone what that is, I can guarantee that 90% of people will know exactly what it is. They'll go Bigfoot. A man in a suit. man in a suit. man in a suit. <laughs> if it was if it was a man in a suit, it, I think it was a very, very good attempt. And for us still to be talking about it 50 years later, yeah. actually, they've hats off. They did a good job. Because yeah, I mean, it, could have looked, yeah. it could have looked rubbish and awful and been absolutely blatant. I think the thing at, like, at the time uh, they hawked it to different different uh, scientific institutions and also to TV studios, and all the scientific institutions said, "We're not interested. This is nonsense." And the TV studios said, "Yes, this is gold," and and that that's the reason <laughs> why we all know about it. Yeah, yeah. So I think. This time round, because it appears that Eddie's been abducted by the Canuck Chase Pigman, that you're kind of on the losing side here, Matt. Me? Yeah. I am, and I'll take that. I don't mind I don't mind losing, as long as I, I think, know I'm right. I think for the first time... <laughs> you always know you're right. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I think for the first time, it's more weight towards the people who are more believers than the sceptics. Well, yes, I think so, yeah. Mm. Absolutely. I, yeah, I would... I would, if I was visiting North America, I would pay money to go on a Bigfoot hunt. Not because I'm desperate to see one, or I think they're alive, but I, I like the romanticism of it. Do you know what I mean? I like that. I'd like be fair. I'd, I'd, I'd be tempted to. And I would, and I would try and bite my tongue, because, you know, there are people who either genuinely believe it or, you know, 
need the money yeah. so much that they'd probably kill me for, for saying something <laughs> stupid. They'd kill you for your fur, probably. Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> Wear your hairy back like a big fat costume. Yeah. That's they'd proposition Matt, you. Yeah, Matt, go, go, go walk over there in the woods for a minute. Yes. We got one, we got one. Oh my God. Yeah. Look at its back. Not you're like super hirsute, Matt, or anything. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, that has been our episode on Sasquatches and Bigfoot. Uh, we hope you enjoyed that. Now, I know that we have had quite a lot of new listeners over the past six to eight weeks. So for all of you new people who've started listening, welcome. Thank you very much for listening to our little podcast. Um, we hope you continue to listen and enjoy it. If you want to drop us an email with your own stories and experiences or your own views Fan on things... Mail. Yeah, fan mail. Fan mail for me. Fan mail yeah, as well for Matt. Or for anyone else. Or obviously. for anyone else, yeah. Um, you can email skepticsandbelieverspodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter, and the handle there is s&bpod and the number one. Or you can follow us on the gram, which is skepticsbelieverspod. So next week, we are going to be talking about the Mothman. So until then, please do... Take care of yourselves. This podcast has been brought to you by Obsidian Shark Productions. The music featured in this podcast can be found at freemusicarchive.org and is used under the Creative Commons license. More details can be found on our website. Music